Welcome to Sweep Delay Podcast. This is your host with the most, Mike Macmasunas. How's everybody doing today? Doing great, guys. Welcome back to a brand new episode. It's been a little while. Uh, man, what, three months now? This is becoming a bad habit. But that's okay. Uh, life gets in the way. Going to talk about some of those things that have happened in the past couple of weeks. Uh, with me, I am not alone. I brought good old T-Mac along. How are you doing today? Great. What was that? was my intro you haven't heard it where you take a pencil and you hit it on a desk yes what was the purpose of that uh, i don't know okay i was you know just trying to try some things but it didn't work because you couldn't even hear it but it's okay it showed up on the microphone this is this is terrible we we do not know how to open this show this is like the 17 try that we but have it's fine we'll go with this Okay. All right. So what we're going to do in this episode is it's WrestleMania weekend. Super pumped about that. This is like for us, everybody loves the Super Bowl. For us, this is our Super Bowl time. Uh, tonight is the WWE Hall of Fame. And I find it funny that uh, one of the things we're going to talk about is our new favorite game. Uh, it's a wrestling game, which I'm not into wrestling games, but I am this one. And one of your favorite characters is it's Goldberg. Uh, is getting inducted into the Hall of no, Fame. No, the only reason he's one of my new favorite ones is because I started, I just I was bored, so I just picked Goldberg and I beat you. And oh. and so now he's one of your favorites though. So yeah, and but, you love that intro that he does. You no, know, I still beat you, but then you skipped it, and I didn't like that because I wanted to see the fog come out of his nose. But then you skipped my intro, and I didn't like that. Well, we will discuss that at a little bit later add a little bit later that l- makes a lot l- of sense add a little dad. bit later sorry you'll have to excuse my dad here he's a little slow oh my god you are so loud dude you're like ranging no look I at t- that you no know, because i need look at the level because no, i needed pop right because you said you need to have energy right and then so i got pop now i'm very hype okay so let's start talking before i get no hype all right well let's we're gonna catch some people up we're gonna talk some movies because we were gonna record a salad episode just for mask uh we're, we are gonna talk about that had some difficulties recording that in, uh, a couple weeks ago and uh finally decided it was best to do just a catching up episode talk about a bunch of movies we've watched it's been super fun uh kind of catch you up on what's been going on with us uh, talk some music and uh, also talk some WrestleMania. We're going to go through this weekend, what's coming up, the matches, uh, especially for my wrestling fans out there. For those of you who aren't in wrestling, that's okay. We'll still make it entertaining for you. And what are you doing with your hands? I'm not doing anything with my hands. I am I'm mocking you. So Why are you mocking me? You don't do that. <laughs> I do what I No. No. You need to stop doing that right now. You understand? Sure. <laughs> All right. So what you heard there was slaps across the face. 
she was being an idiot. So I slapped her in the face and then she slapped me. No, you want to know who was being an idiot? It was you. We were just got back from Walmart and we were in the pop section and this one thing fell. You're like, this doesn't go here. It looks like a cane. No. But no. And then that when, story is stupid. No, Nobody no, knows what you're talking about. It was funny because we were in the um, toilet paper aisle. And he grabbed wet wipes, and he said, we need these with all the pooping that's going around lately. And then the people behind us, they started giving us weird looks. It was really funny. They were like, what are these idiots talking about? Nobody wants to hear this story. This is terrible. You No, you said, you we need to start to stop where we don't let people know what we think. <laughs> so you're the one that's telling. So I said it. Well, it helps if people were actually there to witness this. The way you're telling the story is ridiculous because... It's not ridiculous. You're not even setting the story up right. That's the problem. It has a setting, and the setting is the Walmart. The setting is Walmart. Walmart. The situation that had the prod bomb was... I did, I did. The, <laughs> <laughs> the problem was you talked about poop, and I didn't like that. And then every aisle we went down and smelled like somebody farted. All right, we need to change the subject real quick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's been a while since we've been recording. <laughs> oh. oh, I just broke my pencil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this is terrible, terrible podcast. It's great content. Okay, all right. So why don't we go ahead and uh, let's get into some uh, some movie talk. Let's get into some movie reviews. Okay, so first up, let's talk some mask. So okay. Mask is something that uh, I, on the last episode that I recorded was with Jameson. And towards the end of the episode, talking about some serious movies that I wanted to get you to watch. And Mask was one of those movies that came up because one of the next movies that me and him are reviewing is called Roadhouse. And the guy who's in Mask is in that movie. And uh, so I, I was telling you about this movie. And there's another movie out called Wonder. It's kind of similar to this. And... Uh, I haven't seen it, but I said you know, it's kind of similar to that situation. So uh, this movie, first first time we watched it, you got really into it, which was pretty yeah. sweet. And, uh, you know, this is one of those movies that gets much better the more you watch it. Mm -hmm. But when we got to the end of the movie and uh, we had to leave to go pick up your mom and you didn't say anything, the the whole time and in the back seat that's when i started noticing you know you were real quiet i was like what's wrong and that's when you started to cry so this movie definitely hits you on an emotional level do you mm -hmm. want to talk about that a little bit so the first time i watched this movie um my dad he's like yeah um we're going to check out this movie right so i'm like yeah okay i'm i don't know if i'll like it but you know any which way he always says something like yeah you're gonna like it. it's fine so i knew it was gonna be a serious movie but i didn't know it was gonna be that serious of a movie so when i watched it we watched the whole thing and then well we don't watch the whole thing we watched up until the end except with five minutes left and then right when that happened, my ear, my, oh, not my ears, I can't cry in my ears, I'm stupid. My eyes started to water and then I grabbed my coat and we walked out of the door and I didn't say anything. And then the whole car ride, I started to um, cry, but I was crying quiet so that way dad wouldn't hear me. 
And then uh, when we got to um, my mom's work, then he knew, like, yeah. But And then when we got home, we watched the end of the movie, and I was still crying. And then when my mom came in, she's like, you're showing her a mask? She's, of course she's upset. Yeah. So, obviously, uh, people don't know uh, this the story of Rocky Dennis, the true story, and uh, Eric Stoltz from yeah, a movie that a you really enjoy, uh, from Some Kind of Wonderful, uh, plays Rocky Dennis. And, uh, you know, right off the bat, this movie brings you in because you have Cher, who's his mom, who's really savage in the beginning, especially talking with the doctors. And, you know, because right off the bat, when I first watched this movie, I was about your age. I thought that this was a guy who actually uh, had a normal face and got a disease and his face turned into what it was. I didn't know that the movie actually started off with him being that way. So right off the bat, that kind of threw me off. And then the movie, as you, you know, you learn as you go and you meet all of his biker buddies and his mom right off the bat, you kind of fall in love with because she's super savage, but she loves her boy. And then they get into the drug problem and stuff. And uh, you got into this pretty quick. I mean, usually uh, whenever it's a new movie, you know, I give you a premise and usually you're like, yeah, that sounds cool. Or you're like, you know, I'll give it a try. There's some movies you're more excited about than mm-hmm. others. But you were intrigued pretty much right away. I think within the first five minutes, you instantly were kind of hooked. I think that's the doctor's office scene where she starts. Yeah, it's, um, it's like when he's getting checked out and then um, the doctor comes out and then the mom says something savage and then I like the movie. Yeah. And then uh, you were really into it, really <clears throat> intense. So what were some of your favorite scenes that you really enjoyed in the movie? Well, some of my favorite scenes is I really like the one puppy scene where I forgot who it was that gave him the puppy. Um, it starts with the B, uh, do no Dozer. Dozer gave him a puppy. The yeah. guy who doesn't talk. Yeah. And then well, another one of my favorite parts because, um, not because is when um Rocky graduates and then his, and then Dozer tells him how he's proud of him. Because he doesn't speak, so now that took a lot out of him. Um, another one, these aren't going in order, by the way. Right. Another one is when, because, like, you get this, um, like, it's not, what's it called? It's like, oh, um, it's, I can't think of the word. Like, it's not description, Words. but, like, <laughs> they're very hard. Okay. It's like, <laughs> um, not description, but like assumption, there we go. Oh you get an assumption, uh, assumption of the. My name is Tabby. He looks um. <laughs> stop. <laughs> okay, not Rocky, but in the school scene, you, it makes him seem like the other guy is the bully. You know what oh, I'm talking about? Yeah. So the so he he really likes the blonde, and she has a boyfriend, and you kind of think he's gonna be a bully. But in fact, he actually turns out to be a really nice guy. Cause like in the lunchroom, um, Rocky sat by himself, and then he, cause his friends were picking on picking him, on like him, talking yeah. about him, and then he said, "Guys, like, Leave cool him it, alone. yeah." Yeah. Um, so, um, his mom, you know, she she has a drug problem. Uh, yeah. You know, and one thing she says, you know, I never hit Rocky. And in the oh, scene yeah. where she slaps him across the face, you took that pretty hard. You were kind of shocked when you saw that. Um, and 
as things start to get darker in the movie, when he uh, goes to the camp and uh, he meets the blind girl, that's kind of when things start to turn around for him and everything is he's it, that's the happiest he's ever been. And then everything goes down the drain when he gets home after her parents see what he looks like and they try to keep her away from him. Very depressing. Um, so when we watched this movie, I had never seen the director's cut. So there were two scenes that were added. There was a big, uh, there's like a big campfire. fire. Yeah, campfire. It's the Egyptian yeah, song. Yeah, there's an Egyptian song. And right off the bat, I was like, oh, I don't remember this. It was cool and all, but I, I didn't remember it. I didn't realize I actually had the director's cut. And then the other one is when uh, the old guy dies. And it's, it's kind of... Uh, foreshadowing if you will when he's like you don't ever really die mom you know uh, now he's everywhere so when you get to the end of the movie now I told you the movie gets better uh, as you watch it more because it's easier to deal with you are expecting him to die at the end mm -hmm. uh, the second time around I think am I right in saying you enjoyed it even more the second time because you caught stuff you didn't catch before and yeah. all those things and then yeah because like and then another one of my favorite parts is like when I first watched it I didn't know it was gonna be a favorite part because like I was still crying after that but the second time around one of my favorite parts is the end where um, she says now you can go anywhere you want baby yeah I really liked that part because it still shows like I don't know because like if they ever made a number two which they can't well no because the story's told Rocky died because of his headache and the second time I watched it, I caught a lot of stuff because, like, um, at the party, um, after Red died, when he said, I'm going to go to bed, my head hurts, and he didn't say um, goodnight to anyone. Well, this is the part that I, I told you about. I said, I think here he knew he was going to die. Yeah. And you, and when, like, the second time you watched really it, you were, you were looking for that. And I, I was... Because I was pointing out all the signs. I'm like, see the way he's looking and the way he just pulls his, um, you know, pulls the curtain down or the shade down. Just he starts taking the pins off of his Yeah. Hair. It's like he knew he was going to die, but it's so subtle. You really don't, you really don't know that for sure. But that's kind of how I've always taken the ending. And, you know, I'm not a person that, you know, sad endings are obviously realistic, but if a movie ends, if a, if you got a great movie and you have a terrible ending, you know, it makes me never want to watch again. I, I have, you know, there's a movie called Castaway. It was really good and the ending was just so bad I never watched it again. But there, it's okay for sad movies um, to go back and rewatch. You know, Project X, for the most part, is a pretty sad movie, but the ending is, is kind of happy. This one, even though it has a very sad ending, it's still... You know, the way they ended it with all the flashbacks and everything was pretty awesome. And this is one of the more dramatic movies that I continually go back and watch because I love it so much. And I really enjoy this movie. And I'm really glad that, you know, you do as well. And I know it was, I haven't seen you, I had never seen you cry before from a movie like that. I knew it hit you pretty hard. And, but it was also the case where you, Normally, when you get so mad, you're like, I never want to watch that again. Mm -hmm. But you didn't have that. You were just like, I just don't know when I want to watch it again. Yeah, because like in the car, I said, it's not like I don't like the movie. I just don't ever want to watch it again. That's what I said because like when I first got, because like that's what I do. Like because when I cry about a movie, 
it that shows that it's really good mm-hmm. but also it's like i don't want to watch it again because of it made me cry if that makes sense yeah like it's not that it's a terrible movie it's that it made me really emotional and i didn't want to watch it well definitely um you know highly recommend going back checking out mask super good it still holds up to this day i mean it's obviously a period piece you know you can tell what time period it takes place in um but yeah it's uh what the heck was that oh got things got things falling around us so um you know as far as rating goes for that movie um man i would definitely i'd give it a solid i don't know i don't even know what i would rank it because honestly i've never wanted to rank it if that makes any sense it's Mm -hmm. one of those where i just wanted to watch and enjoy it and not try to critique it if you will it's just i really enjoy it and you know i really don't I don't have to have yeah, a set. Not, it's not like you wouldn't ever watch it again. Not It's like not a ranking where you wouldn't ever want to watch it again. It's a ranking that you can't really rank because of how good it was and that you want to enjoy the movie. I will say, though, that the, the Egyptian campfire scene kind of drags it down a little bit, and I could see why they cut that. So from the theatrical version, I like it better without that scene, but I like the uh, red scene at the end where he dies i like that better that uh was you know um if that could have been inserted back in that would have been cool so really enjoyed mass so let's get into a movie that was uh a lot you know funner if you will mm-hmm. uh we actually bought this movie before we ever watched it just because we kind of had a feeling we were going <coughs> to love it because you and i we love central intelligence uh, obviously, The Rock. He, yeah, everybody, now I know what we're talking about. Everybody knows my love for The Rock. It's not a secret. Uh, but Kevin Hart is a guy that I never liked. But watching Central <laughs> Intelligence, now, you know, I do. I just always found him annoying. But those two have amazing chemistry. So we bought Jumanji. Welcome to the Jungle. Now, the cool thing is, is that I really enjoy the first Jumanji, but it's very dated uh, because the the CGI back then was kind of new. So all the animals look really fake, especially the monkeys and the lion and and that stuff. Sometimes the spiders look good, but it just didn't really look good. So the movie is really fun, but it doesn't hold up. So it's a movie that I don't go back to. So one thing I was hoping with with this movie is that the effects were going to be really good. And, and, you know, and the funny thing is that everybody says the same thing is that this movie was better than it was than it needed to be. Nobody expected this movie to be as good as it was, and that's why it made such a killing at the box office. Now, one of the things I really enjoy is the um, the video game aspect of it, because you and I were big gamers. Mm-hmm. We can a- appreciate the whole life, you know, you only got three lives thing, uh, which was really fun. Uh, don't want to give too many you know don't want to go too much into spoilers especially for those who haven't seen it but what are your thoughts on jumanji welcome to the jungle the animals looked great um the rock and kevin hart were really funny i can't really say the next thing without giving too much away but uh well what's it related to kevin hart and the rock like their spot backstory about it well, I mean, that's in the trailers. Everybody knows that they're kids 
who get yeah, transported like, in a video I game. I love how, um, like, the jock gets turned into the nerd, and the nerd gets turned into the jock, if yeah. you put it that way. Right, exactly. Now, the best thing is is that the the main girl, I kept staring at her the whole movie, and I could not put Karen Gillan. I was like, where do I know her from? And I'm staring at her. I'm just like, I don't understand what movie she's from. Where It was killing me. It wasn't until after the movie was over and I looked it up and I'm like, oh, yeah. She's got a little blue head with no hair. So she's from Guardians of the Galaxy. She's Nebula. And I was like, oh, that makes perfect sense. And then I found out she shaves her head when she does Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm like, man, girl, you got some dedication. So it explains why she kicks so much ass in this movie because she does that in Guardians. So that was super fun. Now, one of the things I really enjoy is that you can tell in the trailer is the primary blonde uh, popular girl turns into Jack Black. Now, I thought that they handled the whole boy, you know, girl turning into a boy thing really good. Not trashy, because they really could have taken it 21 Jump Street style, if you know what I mean. Mm. And I thought they handled it really well, and Jack Black didn't overact, because he has a bad habit, this guy. He has a bad habit of overacting, mm. and he becomes real annoying. And I, Yeah, I, I really liked the way he turned into the girl. Like, he made it seem like it was really the girl inside of his body. Exactly. And Kevin Hart can sometimes go overboard, but I thought that they handled him... Really good. Now, um, Nick Jonas is in this movie. Yes. Now you Most know successful Jonas brother. You know what you and him have in common, don't you? You have any idea? No, because I'm not gay. No, uh, he's type one diabetic. Did you? I, I'm type one, right? Yeah, yeah I am. <laughs> See, I'm, seriously, I'm confused because you know, in health we've been talking about type two. I'm like, wait, which one am I again? You're type one. Yeah, because like. Two. Type 2 is the curable one. Type well, I, 1 is I mean, not. it's not curable. It's more you, under control. No, 2 is curable because all you got to do is, you know, eat the right go way and diet. all that good stuff. And then, yeah, you're you're all good to go. But uh, 1 is the one that is not curable. See, I don't know, like, how people with type 1 diabetes can be in an action movie because... Why not? I mean, they can, but I mean, I feel like it'd be really hard. Sport, there. You know how many people, how many yes. sports guys there are. That's why yeah, they drink why Gatorade. They yeah, but it doesn't matter. You're making a movie. You do a scene. You stop. He does his thing. I mean, it takes like hours upon hours upon hours just to do like a couple minute scene. That's why it takes almost a year to make a movie. So, but he was really cool. And then of course, you know my boy, The Rock. He was he was awesome. And it's just this movie was so much fun. Way better than I thought it was going to be. Um, you know, I would def and it was really cool because it, it gave a lot of homage to the original movie, which is pretty sweet. So I uh, really enjoyed it. Thought it was fun. I definitely think Central Intelligence is better bet- with The Rock and Kevin Hart. But, yes. you know, this movie was really fun. Uh, I'd give this one a solid B+. I thought it was really fun. It was a good time. It's definitely a good family movie. Uh you know, The Rock definitely pokes fun at himself, which is pretty awesome. And if, especially if you're a big video gamer, I think you'll have a lot of fun with this movie because there's a lot of game references. And uh, if you know how a video game works, 
you know how that this movie is going to play out with music and weaknesses and strengths and stuff like that. What would you uh, rank uh, Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle? A B. B? Um, you haven't really thought about it too much. No, a B. Oh, no, somewhere in the B range. Somewhere in the B range. Okay. Because I really like the alligators. <sighs> So you and I, next weekend, we're going to go watch some Rampage. This is the movie we've been waiting months to see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I think we've watched that, that trailer like 50 times, man. I want to see Rampage. I don't know why I was going to say the gorilla movie. It's the exact same movie. Yeah. Rampage has the gorilla in it. I know. With I the know. alligator and the it's giant It's got wolf. the alligator and the giant flying wolf. It's of got Sam and Dean's flies. dad in it. It's going to be of super course, fun. Of course, <laughs> Now, before we go watch Rampage, though, what's a movie we're going to be seeing next week? Jaws. Yeah. that. Uh, I'm probably still going to cry when Jaws blows up. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go see... Okay, so my theater... Uh, you know, we're in a small town, so we don't really get, you know, big movies. Well, I'm, I shouldn't say we get big movies. We don't get real big special events, you know, like movie premieres or any of that other gar- garbage. But garbage. Uh, we actually, on Wednesday, uh, April 11th, they're doing a Steven Spielberg, you know, um, some of his selected movies they're bringing back. Now, we saw Ferris Bueller's Day Off for free. Uh, <laughs> it was limited seating. Now, this one we have to pay for, but uh, you and I, we love shark movies. Now, obviously, this is... This is the top of the list. And I think seeing in the theater is going to be so much better uh, just yeah. because we didn't think that we would enjoy Ferris so much in the theater. And now that I know what the expectations are of how much we enjoy it, I can only imagine how much more we're going to enjoy Jaws on the big screen. Yeah, you know, I don't think I've ever told you this, but Jaws actually isn't one of my favorite shark movies. Well, I feel like okay. I feel like it's just the way like the shark looks. I realized that it was made back then, but I feel like watching all these new shark movies, seeing all the new sharks and like seeing it's never really been one of my favorite shark movies. I mean, it's been one of my favorite shark movies, but like it hasn't been in like my top 5, you know what I mean? Well, maybe seeing it on the big screen will change that because Because the I really only remember a few scenes in that because I just got bored with it, so I didn't really pay attention. Well, okay, so that's okay because when I was your age, I always liked Jaws 2 better than Jaws 1 because, you know, I thought that it was more, it had more action. I saw the shark more and stuff. But then going back and re-watching it, I was like, wow, this movie is incredible. So, you know, like Jameson was telling me, it's it's much different experience watching on the big screen with the crowd. And I think it's kind of cool that you don't remember a bunch of it, so maybe it'll kind of be a new experience. So let's kind of see after you watch it at the big screen how you're how you feel about it, you know, going forward. Yeah, because like all the movies that were made back then, um, out of like Jaws and stuff, I would probably put right now. I would probably put like because wasn't Deep Blue Sea like back then where Jaws was? Kind no, of? no, that was in like the late. 90s deep blue sea was um what about jaws was in like in the 80s well jaws was in the 70s Mm. and then the sequels were in the 80s and then you had crappy shark movies and the only good one that happened after that was deep blue sea and then you didn't have any then you have any good shark movies for years until you got the shallows 
Well, yes and no. Because bait came out before the shallows, and that shark was a very eh, good shark. Bait's okay. Shark Night made us Shark hate Night sharks. sucks. Oh, it's a terrible movie. I think Deep Blue Sea is the one that actually got me into loving Great White Sharks so yeah, much. Yeah, Deep Blue Sea is fun. It's got crappy CGI <laughs> for my, killing one of my, Samuel Jackson. One of my favorite scenes is when um the one dude, he's like, we're going to go down this hole. Yeah, blah, that's blah, blah. Yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, Samuel Jackson. It was really funny when he got... <laughs> yeah, but it looks terrible, though. It looks terrible. But... Okay, so this would be a good experience. So as of right now, this is how you feel. But we will report back next time we get together on our experience watching Jaws. I'm real. Ex- this is actually Literally, going to be is, exciting. This is going to be my second shark movie in theaters because the only other one I've seen is 47 right. Minutes now. Which, you know, sucks. But. People, like Jameson, he said that movie was going to be trashy. So we went in with low expectations and then I almost peed my pants in the theater. <laughs> Let's just say, Jameson, your opinion was wrong. I almost peed my pants. Well, that's his opinion I know, was his opinion. Not, okay, but that's not what I meant. I mean, his expectations might have been low, but mine mine is where I almost pee my pants. Well, that's because you don't watch movies, and he watches every movie, so he knows a crappy movie. <laughs> yeah. And 47 meters... <laughs> huh, what, Dad? was kind of crappy, so... I know. No, you got scared at some of the parts. I did. I saw you. Like I said, I thought it was a decent movie. I didn't hate it, and I didn't love it. I'm kind of in between with it. Yeah. So. You know, Kaylee. It, it holds nothing to the shallows, though. It does not. I regret not seeing that in the theaters. Yeah, so do I. Kaylee, whenever I say, hey, Kaylee, you want to watch this? She's like, no, I don't want to watch it. I don't See, like this even movie. even your sister doesn't like 47 she, years now. She time? agrees with Jameson. She doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't like him. There you go. All right, so let's talk about another older movie we watched. Um, we watched some that's Space a, that's Camp. That's a lot of movies. What? What's a lot of movies? The old ones that we've seen. <laughs> well, no, we're talking recently since we've been together. Because uh, we did a... Um, didn't we do one of our last episodes? It's been a couple. It it's was been a the while last one I think we've done was the John Candy review. How oh, yeah, yeah. Those? Awesome. All right, so uh, one of the newer... Okay, so I got you into watching uh, Better Off Dead and then Space Camp. So let's talk because, some Space Camp. Yeah, because the re- and then I said how we need because you know how we did John Candy. I said in the car how we need to do like somebody else because like we we watched um, which one did we watch first? I think it was it was the one that had um Rocky and what's his name? It was the where his best friend is a drummer. You know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, some kind of wonderful. Yeah, we watched some kind of wonderful. Then we watched Howard the Duck because it had her in it. Then oh, we it, watched, yeah, it was a Leah Thompson marathon then, we were on. Yeah, yeah. And, then and then that's we why we watched Space, Space Camp. Camp. Yeah, that's why. So Space Camp, you you never seen that before. So yeah. what were your uh, what were your thoughts on Space Camp? What'd you think? Well, it was the first couple of minutes were really funny because um, Leah Thompson. She is like the really pretty girl, right? And she wants to be this the first ever th- thing, right? I forgot what it's called. But then the guy starts to yeah, like Commander, her. I think it was. Yeah, Commander or something like that. And he wanted to be with her, but he chose a different pass. And the person that was funny because the person that was looking for their pass was like, um, uh, where's my pass? Cause oh, yeah, because he, he, st- he, he stole, stole the Chinese guy's pass. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Uh, but I like I really like this movie, and in the end, it like the whole movie, it has like a good thing of like, it like helps. Uh, I don't know how to put it, but like understanding directions, understanding each other. I don't know. What are you trying to say? I don't know, Dad. 
So did you <laughs> did you like the movie? Yes. Oh, I liked that's the what you're trying to say? I don't know what I'm trying to say. My words are all mixed up today. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. So yeah, Space Camp uh I'm hungry. You're hungry. All right. So uh Space Camp was super fun. Um let's see. Uh what else did we do after oh, Okay, so Better Off Dead. So I told <laughs> I told you this movie was going to be weird. Um and it was weird, but did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it a lot of it when he was tr- every time he tried to kill himself it was really funny not that not that suicides are funny topic exactly it's just it's just the way that the way like, it's done the, exactly yeah. like I said yeah the the subject matter sounds like it's crazy but the way it's done because the reason why we watch Better Off Dead is uh. I love disaster movies, so we watched 2012, and you oh. had never seen 2012. Mm. Now, 2012, cr- crazy, crazy effects. Um, what did you think of 2012? I really isn't it the one like where that's the giant. Uh, that's what the one where the, they have to get to the ark. Remember this, and that, with that crazy with the Twinkies guy. Yeah, yeah, with yeah, uh, Woody yeah, Harrelson, yeah, yeah. The, the crazy guy who knows everything, About and, Twinkies, and yeah. everybody dies in the movie. <laughs> Not everybody. Well, I mean, Close it's pretty enough. crazy. It, it literally okay. That movie is super depressing. My wife hates that movie. She's like, like halfway through the movie, she's like, everybody dies in this movie. I hate this movie because at least with like Day After Tomorrow, San Andreas. I mean, you have at least some hope. That people are going to live, but this movie literally is and like San everything's Andreas, falling into the water. And San Andreas, and the one guy that's in Fast and Furious, wasn't he in that movie? And then he fell in the um like the earthquake hole thing, or what movie is that? You know what I'm talking about? Because uh, like there, it's a disaster movie. Yeah. I think it was San Andreas because like in the beginning he saved the little girl, but then his foot he got something caught under it and then he fell. Okay, so who that guy was is Wei Shen from Sleeping Dogs. Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, Wei Shen saved that guy. Um, yeah, San Andreas super fun. Um, a day after tomorrow, I still that's still my favorite disaster movie, but I really really enjoy 2012 because the effects it? are crazy. Isn't the day after tomorrow at the end, like where they're stuck in the library and then the dogs yes. come at them? Yes. Like they're in the snow. Yeah. 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 I, I like th- that movie. I can't wait. And especially because, you know, we got new furniture. Um, <laughs> we, we had this smaller type couch, but um, I was on Facebook and I, and I saw this huge sectional. It was awesome. And, uh, it has recliners and, yeah, and, and I, vibrators. I, I told my wife, I'm like, hey, Check this out, and then I saw who the seller was, and it was actually her sister. Uh, her sister's boyfriend was selling it. I'm like, oh my gosh! It was only like 300 bucks, and this thing is easily like two grand. Uh, and I had to get my hands on it. So the problem is, is by the time I messaged him, he had a bunch of different people messaging him over this sectional. But he got my hands on it after I offered to pay more than what he was asking for it, and it's amazing. So we got rid of our crappy couch. And we have this awesome sectional. Well, then I decided that I was going to bring this big TV uh, that I have in my room downstairs. The problem is, is at the bottom, the pixels are jacked up because I got it free because somebody was going to throw it away. But I wanted a big TV. I figured that I could kind of be sneaky. And if I had a big TV downstairs, it would convince my wife to let me buy a new TV because she'd get used to the big screen instead of the small screen we had. Because we had like a 37-inch. This thing was like, uh, I think it was a 47. So then, uh, you know, we got our tax money. And I was like, I'll tell you what. you, you, I'll make you a deal. You let me buy this 55-inch 4K TV, which was on sale. It was pretty awesome. 
and you know you can go ahead and buy anything you want over here and and we made the deal i got the 55 inch tv it's amazing especially with our awesome couch so we're in heaven so now we're like watching all these movies like oh i can't wait to watch this movie on the big screen and the day after tomorrow is one of those movies that i can't wait to watch on the big screen it's you gonna know be what awesome. i can't wait to watch i can't wait to watch dog soldiers on the big tv now the dogs are gonna be even bigger well we gotta wait for halloween time for um that, it's so. always halloween at our house dad uh, it's true but uh we literally watched a scary movie the other day uh what's the last scary movie we watched um you know it was not it was the other day yeah what yeah what was it i don't remember uh it, it was that one movie, remember, with the one guy in it? Yeah, yeah, that and, narrows it down. Yeah, it was the one movie with the one guy in it, and, and then that other girl in it, and oh, um, all these guys. and. Yeah. Okay, so we didn't watch a movie, is what you're saying. Um, no, I mean, like, I watched a scary movie. Okay, what was the movie? Split, remember? Oh. But then Mom came downstairs, and she actually liked the movie. Okay. So that's a movie you need to watch now. Yeah, I know. But you're not going to like it because, you know, you don't like any movies I like. What are you talking about? I mean, like, all the new movies that come out that, like, you're like, I'm like, can I watch it? You're like, mm, wait till I'm gone. Then you can watch it. Because, like, you never wanted to watch Split, but then we put that on. Well, no, I wanted to watch Split, but you had, like, uh, you know, vacation. One of, my, so. one of my new favorite movies from, like, not this year, but, I mean, like, from this, like, century that I never thought I'd like is Lights Out. I never really thought I would like that movie. Yeah, we talked that movie like crazy uh, a couple episodes ago. So, yeah. All right. Uh, oh, the other movie. Yeah, what was the other one? What were we going to talk the about? The one I was watching because when you were at work, me and Kaylee, we had a horror movie marathon. We watched The Conjuring because we watched it on the Netflix. We were terrified out of our minds. We had blankets over our okay. heads. All right. I got to tell this story. All right. So, okay. So The Conjuring 2 was on cable. Oh. And, you know, <laughs> this was the movie that last Halloween scared the living piss out of all of us. Okay. <laughs> and we haven't seen it again. Since October. Right. So flipped it on. And I love the scene where he's singing Elvis. I love that scene. It's so cool. It's so calm. And just he's got a great voice. I love that scene. And this is this is where it gets insane. So my wife and I were, were watching the movie and the particular scene comes up in the uh in the basement and the scene where you see um, i just got chills right i know what you're talking about uh there's a scene where you're going to see the person come out of the water now i kid you not the moment that this scene happened there were chills uh, almost like electricity felt like where it went from my toes all the way up to my neck and then my wife went from her neck down to her toes. It was at the exact same time, and we both thought it was just extremely coincidental. Good thing I fell Super asleep. Super weird, yeah. Well, then it happened again when the nun finally shows I up. I can't wait for that movie. Yeah, so The Conjuring 2, I honestly think, is the scariest movie subconsciously that I've ever seen and just don't know it. So I love The Conjuring movies. Oh, my when gosh, it was so October, insane. we had the marathon. I couldn't sleep for two days because mom scared me. <laughs> we watched The Conjuring 1 and I was screaming. And then the next day, we watched The Conjuring 2 because that found it. That one is, I'm not saying it's better, but I mean like, it, it's better. All right. It's more scary. 
I can't wait for the nun because it has the crooked man. That, when he came out of the tent, that scene scared me. Because, like, when the one guy sees, looking through the thing, he's like, yeah, I'm the crooked man, blah, blah, blah. And then you see a smile, and then you just, yeah. no, I don't like, okay, that one has the crooked man. I don't like crooked man at all. Um, the Nun, I can't wait for the movie, but, you know, that movie's scary. And then one of the one that gives me chills down my body is when the girl, because she's got the grandpa, the guy stuck in her, when they're recording his voice. Yeah. And the little girl transforms into the grown man. That is the last thing I saw that one night and I got chills down my body. The one night you guys were watching it, I got chills down my body. I went to sleep. Kid you not. Woke up in the middle of the night because I was scared and I look in the other room and I saw something in there. I bet you I did. Went, I was paranoid, Dad. Alright. So, let's talk about our upcoming movies we're going to go watch. Uh, we're going to go see Jaws next Wednesday. Rampage. And then we're going to go watch Rampage the following weekend. And then, of course, uh, after that, it's going to be Avengers. That's going to be insane. There's going to be a lot of kill. A lot of Avengers going to get killed off in that. I don't want Groot to die. Well, we'll see what happens. And then after that, we're going to have some... Uh, skyscrapers coming out at some point um we're gonna have the new jurassic world movie go see it's gonna be f this year is gonna be awesome man i can't wait i can't believe it's already april in 2018 i know it's insane all right so uh do you have any other movies that uh you want to talk about have we have we watched anything outside of those movies we brought up that you know you hadn't seen yet uh, we did Space not, Camp, Better Off Dead. Not that I haven't. You really like? Did, did you like Better Off Dead? We didn't yeah, finish really that up. Yeah, I really did. Okay, cool. Um, but I mean, we haven't really watched any like old movies per se. But I mean, we've watched a lot of movies that we've watched recently, and I've liked. Okay, so I want to talk about this new thing that I found. It's pretty crazy. It's called Tubi not TV. Not sponsored. So it's T U B I, and. I found this surprisingly a post on Instagram about how it's basically free Netflix with uh, ads, but it has a crap load of movies with all these categories. And sure enough, it's amazing. It has all these awesome movies and they're un they're unedited, but you just have to watch some commercials during them, you know, which is okay. And I'll tell you, they have some TV shows like the dead zone with the, Anthony Michael Hall. That's a show that I've always you know, wanted to I see. I can't wait to watch some of these movies. Yeah, and like on here, you got like uh, you got Crocodile Dundee, you got The Monster Squad, Dreamy Little Dream, Johnny Be Good is on here. Uh, fun size. Now we found a bunch of werewolf movies that we're gonna go check out, and then if you like trash TV, like you know I love New York, Flavor Flav, Flavor Rock of Love, Flav. that's on here, which is pretty sweet. You got Once uh, Overboard, <gasps> Team Wolf. I didn't know they have that. Yeah, Overboard right there. Once Bitten, Team Wolf 1 and 2, Bill and Ted. Oh, I really like. Over the Top, you know, you love that movie, Paycheck. The one, with, the one where you have to pay attention to the background scenes? With uh, the trucks? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Over the Top with the son, you know, the yeah, trucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, the son doesn't like his kid? Right. I mean, well, you, you know what yeah. I mean. The Sunday's and then we we watched, uh, we watched some King, King Cobra. Cobra last that, that was pretty legit. Um, um, yeah. A movie here. Wait, go back to the list again. Uh, um, scroll to the left. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to make conversation. All right, keep going because I'm like seriously want to talk about this. Okay, yeah, yeah, like more, yeah, uh -huh. more, more. Keep going, keep going, yeah. keep going, keep going. Wait, hold on. What? 
Hold on. No, you passed it. What is it you're trying to look? I know. Keep going. I was. This is not good. No, con- I had something on my mind, and then you started talking about something else, and I. This is terrible podcasting. Um, Get to I your s- point. I'm trying. I saw the movie. Okay. Um. So it was. I was gonna say something. Hurry up. Okay, I was gonna say something about Once Bitten. I yeah, think. I think it okay. was. I want to watch it. <laughs> That's all you. All this drama for you to say you wanted <laughs> no, to watch it? No, I was going to say something else about a different movie, oh, but then you started talking about other movies, so therefore I couldn't figure out what I was going to say. Oh, my gosh. All right. Terrible at this. I, on there, it has a category that, that's called Not on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, Not on Netflix, which is pretty fun. Uh, action recently added, Leaving Soon, um, Horror. Oh, horror. Yeah, we got a lot of those. So, yeah, that's a pretty cool app. Check that out. If you want to play it on your PlayStation, you got to – It's a, kind of weird but you sign in through your phone and then you get an activation code that you put in your playstation and then it it brings everything from your phone into your playstation that's how it works so you can get on your xbox ps4 um it's pretty awesome so check that out so um now one of the things that we got into was uh you know we we got this wwe game because i'm like all right for whatever reason, we got a game on the PS3, which we had a lot of fun with because I always thought that the wrestling games were kind of lame and I just I didn't like them at all and because the mechanics were always stiff. But I really enjoyed that this game we played. So, you know, I'm like, you know we what? We got it on PS3 because then, oh, I remember because we were CM Punk and John Cena and we were doing ladder matches and we spent hours, which we didn't even know we did. Right. Because we started at like 6 o'clock. And then by the time my mom got home at nine o'clock, we were still playing um, the game, and it, it was just we were just having loads of left. So then we went to um, GameStop, we saw it, and then we bought the new one. It was super fun. So yeah, we did. We bought WWE 2K18 because uh, at the same time we bought the TV. I said, all right, we're definitely gonna buy a new. Con- we're gonna buy a controller because I never had a second one, so we could play some Mortal Kombat. And then I'm like, you know what? We had a lot of fun with the wrestling game. Let's just pick up 2018. Oh, I know why we picked up 2018. Well, not only that, but I because we kept playing Mortal Kombat and Injustice, and I got upset because like you were way more experienced than I was because you've been playing all right. stuff. So then when I you put this game in, you're like. Here, now we can play a game that we're both unexperienced at. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, and it actually is pretty fair because there's certain wrestlers you're really good with, certain ones okay, that I like. so the ones that I'm really good with, I'm good with Goldberg, John Cena, Randy Orton, Naomi, Lita. Who else? I'm good with a lot of other ones. Yeah, well, that sounds about right. Uh, graphics aren't... Uh, Graphics are pretty good on the PS4. It's definitely fun. It's pretty easy to learn everything. There is a lot of moves, but yeah. it's pretty fun. Um, there's a lot of modes. There's way more than, you know. I us. love the no holds barred, the no holds bars, and then we go backstage. That's when we beat the crap out of each other. Yeah, that's always fun. And you use a fire extinguisher on me. It's really fun. Yeah, uh, that that's super fun. Um I, re- I really enjoy that. It's it's a good time to play on the weekends. And, uh, you know, your mom doesn't, you know, your mom is a big fan of helping playing video games. But that one, uh, she, you know, she kind of ignores. But at the same time, she I could see her look up and kind of laugh at some of the stuff we're doing to each other. So that's a fun game. I'm excited to see when uh, 19 comes out. I'll definitely get that. But uh, let's, uh, let's get into WrestleMania. So this is WrestleMania weekend. For us, it's like the Super Bowl. So we got some big matches that are coming up. Now, 
Uh, let's talk about the WWE live event we went to first. Prior to this, it's the Road to WrestleMania. We finally saw our very first WWE event. It was your mom's second. And it was a Raw event. And boy, did we have fun because uh, we got really good seats. We didn't have floor seats. But uh, I think we were only like maybe 20, 30 feet away from the ring. And we got to see every single female uh, on the roster at Raw. We got to see live. I never thought I'd get to see Paige live. Saw Alexa Bliss. I never thought I'd get to see them in real life. Yeah, it was so awesome. The cool thing is is they had uh, um, the – it first started off with Bray Wyatt versus uh, Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy which was a great way to start things off. Now, here's what's weird. So WWE regulations state that when you go to buy a drink, you can't have it in a bottle. You have to have everything poured into a cup. So when I went to go get drinks for everybody before it started, I was like, what the hell? They had to pour it in these cups. So I had to stick my fingers in the soda to carry it because I had three cups. And I, I'm assuming it's because people have thrown bottles at the wrestlers in the past. So that's probably what happened here. But it starts off and it's like, you know, any recording you do or whatever, you'll be kicked out. But we saw JoJo, who's wearing these leggings. So I'm like, obviously, this is a house show because she wouldn't be wearing that on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, she was wearing um, a one-piece, like, jumper thingy. Really? I thought it was leggings she was no, wearing. No, because her shirt matched her thing. It's oh. a, it was a one-piece. Well, it, either way, it was, it was fun. Um, that was a great way to start things off. And I'll tell you, man, people who... I didn't think I, you know, people I didn't, I've never really liked. It was super fun. Like, like Seth Rollins was amazing. And your boy, your new favorite. Finn Balor. Finn Balor. That was super fun because they were tag team. It was for the tag team championship. I'm like, look, this is a house show. No way that the tag team champions are going to lose. But they have to make everybody happy. And here's what's cool. At a house show, all the good guys win, which is pretty awesome. So the way that they make it work is that they do some sort of thing to like they leave the ring and they take their belt with them and then the good guys throw them back in so the good guys win by like disqualification so that way the good guys get their comeuppance but the bad guys still keep their belts so and that way they still have it for the main tv shows that's kind of how they worked it out so and what i like about the live shows is since it's not televised they can take selfies and yeah. sign posters that's the best part that because was awesome. this one kid he had um selfies and autographs no that was on televised i don't know why i said that but there was this one little girl in the corner she got everybody to sign her poster must have been her birthday she had alexa bliss's stuff on alexa bliss gave her her stuff <laughs> i was very upset and you know it made the event was amazing i just wish we had different seats because the kids behind us they're like ah scott ah scott i was gonna turn around and say can you please shut up yeah, that would have been. But, you know, I would have not been very nice about and it. And then uh, the main event was John Cena versus Roman Reigns. And that, that was, was that was awesome. John Cena was surprised because everybody was chanting. Uh, was chanting his name. Why yeah. did I say an accent with it? Because everyone was chanting Cena. And so um, Cena lost, right? But these little, these little, this little girl and this little boy, they were big John Cena fans. So when John Cena lost, they started crying. I felt so bad. Well, so did your sister. She took it really, she was having a time of her life until these kids were screaming 
for Roman Reigns and, and Cena Oscar. sucks and, and she then, took and it really bad. And then when Sheamus came out, they're like, "Get a tan." They yeah. were trying to start stuff and like they were annoying. Please, like, shut up. And that wasn't no. But it was it was super fun. The problem is, is your mom, uh, your mom was in the process of getting pneumonia. So, of course, she only had, you know, she she wanted to stay home, but then she didn't want to stay home. So I kind of forced her to go. But, you know, I think she had a really good time. Um, you know, the cool thing is we got to see everybody that we love on Raw was there. That was it was just it was I mean, Jameson told me that house shows are amazing and he he wasn't lying and even cruiserweights people I don't yeah, give a crap about. The, they stole the show. It was awesome. It was wasn't it like Mufasa Ali? Yeah, Mufasa Ali, who's going to be at WrestleMania. He has these awesome moves and stuff. He's like the Seth Rollins. Num- he's yeah, like the next Seth It's pretty Rollins. sweet. So, then, oh. go ahead. What were you going to say? So, because, like, I never really, I've never really liked Asuka. But seeing, because, like, all the girls, like, every single one on the Raw roster came outside. Like, all the girls. And they're actually so sweet and nice to each other. They were all talking to each other, giving each other hugs. Like, Paige gave, um... What's her name? Mickey James, like, hugs and stuff. Like, they were all talking. And Nia Jax is really, like, big in person. She's, like, a beast. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the big day, WrestleMania. So at this moment in time, we have 13 scheduled uh, events or, or matches. It's going to be seven hours long. We got a two-hour pre-show with uh, with the five-hour uh, WrestleMania card. So obviously, right off the bat, let's talk John Cena and Undertaker. Now, um, this match is not uh, official, but it's obviously going to happen. Um, I mean, it's been interesting to see the amount of crap that John Cena has been doing to try to get Undertaker to come you know, back. Um, watching Raw these past couple um weeks, John Cena and Roman Reigns have the best promos. They talk oh, so, so much good, trash. Dude. It is. It's amazing to me. I mean, literally, I've seen the hatred for Roman Reigns completely turn around because of the trash talking he does for Brock Lesnar. Part time bitch and all this and that. It's just so good. And then um, it was during Raw. All of the guys like were not all of them, but some of the guys were lined up, and he said to the guys, "Really, you're gonna stand and protect this part time bastard when oh, you guys so are good. here full time fighting?" Yeah. And then they're like, "Go right ahead." They split in between, and then it was like Titus and he was like, "Here, go ahead." All right. So John Cena versus the Undertaker. Obviously, it's gonna happen. Uh, Rock has been canceled. I mean, it kind of makes sense because Rock should have been with Ronda Rousey to kind of f- do full circles. So for him to show up when he's not going to be doing that match would it be kind of stupid. So it kind of makes sense now that he's not going to be there. So, oh, so I'm, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, they, he's not going to be there, and I'm okay with that. So I definitely think Cena will win against Undertaker, but I don't know. Again, it's not it's official. It's Ronda Rousey's debut. 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 Okay. So, all right. So, one of the big matches is uh, the return of Daniel Bryan, which is very cool because he was actually wanting to leave WWE because he wasn't cleared to wrestle to go to Japan. But, uh, you know, Triple H actually was trying everything in his power to keep him, and it looks like it worked. And Daniel Bryan's been cleared. He had an awesome fight, uh, if you will doing some high kicks and then of course uh, Kevin Owens and uh, 
Sami Zayn kicked his butt, but you have uh, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon are going against these two. Now, here's what I think is going to happen. I think Shane O'Mac is going to turn on Daniel Bryan during the match. I, I somehow think there's going to be some sort of heel turn, well, so if you will. who's going to be the general manager? Well, that's where, I mean, okay, here's the thing. WrestleMania is the biggest of the wrestling events, but you also have to start new storylines to continue after WrestleMania. You have to set some crazy stuff up because... Is, the, isn't this, um, isn't one of the WrestleManias where the whole um, Nikki and Brie thing happened? Like, they're talking about their families, but didn't that happen in, like, real life? <sighs> no, that was all story, but see, the thing is, is the 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 Monday night after the Monday night Raw after WrestleMania is the biggest. It's the, that's when it's the crazy taken it's back. the craziest crowds. Um, so you have to have some crazy stories that happen after for the aftermath. So I think they're gonna have Shane McMahon go against Daniel Bryan at the end, and because I, from what I understand, they're gonna be switching it up. Some of the people that are on Raw are going to SmackDown. Some of the people on SmackDown are going to Raw. Because the thing is, if Kevin Owens and and Sami Zayn win, they they if they lose, they're never allowed back on SmackDown, which would make sense because they'll probably go to Raw. But maybe Sami Zayn or you know, I don't know. I just think that Daniel Bryan and uh, Shane McMahon. I think I, there's going to be some sort of uh, turmoil there. So I really, I doubt this is going to happen, but I really hope Oscar loses at WrestleMania because like it's a in a big event, so there's a possibility she could lose. Well, we'll we'll get to that in a second here. So who do you think's winning uh, this match? Give our predictions. What do we got? Shane and Daniel, because then they're going to win. Because then at the end, like when they're doing stuff, that's when he's going to turn. Okay, so you're picking Daniel. Daniel and Shane to win. All right. So, I yeah, I have Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn winning on this. So, uh, that's what I think is happening. That oh, way so they're that not. Way they can come back. Yeah, that way they can come back. They're not fired. So, uh, all right. Let's talk about yes! Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus uh, Steph and Triple H. So, um, obviously, this is the debut of Ronda Rousey now. Uh, I agree with this. Everybody says that Ronda Rousey has terrible mic skills. Well, obviously she has terrible mic skills because when she was in the UFC, she didn't have to talk. She just had to go in there and kick some ass. So the girl hasn't been trained to have mic skills. Roman Reigns had terrible mic skills, and then the dude got training, and now he's he's pretty he's pretty hilarious now. Uh, so I agree, Ronda Rousey has terrible mic skills, but it's all what's going to happen. So. Um, I think the last Raw where she was put through a table was ridiculous. Um, so as far as this match goes, I'm actually torn. I, I don't know who's really going to win. My thought is that you would want to make Ronda win her first match. Mm -hmm. um, Kurt Angle, he, I think he was dropped on his head too many times because he's he mixes up words like crazy. When he's just like, Rousey, Ronda, you know, he like he mixes words up and he can't talk anymore. Um and then Stephanie, you know, she she's actually in real life. She's actually a really sweet person, but her character is terrible and mean, and she's supposed to be that way. Uh, so I don't know. I I think I'm I think Ronda and Kurt will win, but okay. it's so kind of a toss. This is how I think this is gonna play out. So Ronda and Kurt will win because it's Ronda's debut, and she's gonna win her first match. But Stephanie and Triple H are going to beat them up first. 
And then Stephanie's going to try and slap Rhonda, pull some stuff with Triple H, and therefore Stephanie's going to get upset. And then Rhonda is going to do the move, move or something on Stephanie. And then Stephanie is going to get slammed, and then Rhonda will win. Okay. All right, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Rhonda and Kurt win. So there you go. All right. Uh, so the Usos versus the New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers. So right now the Usos are the tag team champions for SmackDown versus the New Day and the Bludgeon Brothers. So, you know, Usos have never been at a WrestleMania. So I'm not sure how this is going to go down. New Day has been at WrestleMania's before. And they posted. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to make them win so that way they can have their first WrestleMania win. This one's kind of a toss-up for me. Um Part of me thinks the Bludgeon Brothers are going to win. <laughs> this is how this is going to work. Um, well, the New Day and the Bludgeon Brothers are going to enter the Uso Penitentiary while they are getting beaten. Yeah, well. So the Usos win. But the Bludgeon Brothers, well, you know, one of it might go to disqualification and therefore the Usos might win. <sighs> I kind of don't really care about this match. So Me, I um, mean... That's just what I think, but I mean, I'm gonna go with the. I don't really care. I'm gonna go with the Usos retain, have their first WrestleMania win. That's what I'm gonna go with. Okay, so we got Cesaro and Sheamus versus Braun Strowman and To Be and Determined. Braun so Braun Strowman is my new favorite dude. He was a bad guy, uh, but he's <laughs> kind of he was been the bunny for the rosebud. Yeah, he was a rosebud, but he's definitely turned around to be you know a super fun character. I enjoy this guy. It was great seeing him live. Uh, him taking on Elias was awesome. And uh, Elias is just a piece of crap. I never liked that guy. I uh, have to admit, it was funny seeing them actually live. Yeah. He's got good guitar skills. He does. Uh, so, honestly, I'm not sure who his partner's going to be, but I think Sheamus and Cesaro will retain the title here. Uh, even though they're fighting Braun Strowman, I think something's going to happen. He's going to have a weak opponent. Well, you know, Braun Strowman is going to have Alexa Bliss, and then they're going to twist the no. Bliss, and then they're going to win. Can't do that. Alexa Bliss has she, Roman. She may be a girl, but, you know, it's fine. All right, so uh, let, speaking of Alexa Bliss, honestly, Alexa, this is the easiest prediction for me. Uh, Nia Jax is winning this match. Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax are super hardcore tight friends. Um, they're like behind the scenes, friends. like they do everything together. They're super tight. So this storyline is ridiculous to like, me. Like you know, the one night after Raw, how Alexa was talking trash about her. I watched her Instagram story right after that, and they went to go get Starbucks afterwards. Yeah. So I mean, clearly these two behind the scenes, they're writing their own stories. They're writing their own. You know, they both have their major insecurities that they both confide in one another. So obviously, they're both. Hey, is it okay if I say this? Or hey, is it okay if I say that? Uh, just to make it as personal as possible. Because Alexa Bliss needed somebody to fight. So Nia Jax deserves to be champ at this point. So I am perfectly okay with uh, Alexa giving the you know, belt over right, to that, Nia. That would be the only thing. I would rather have someone that I really like lose the belt to someone I like as well and respect. Right. Rather, because like, so like if Alexa... Who's somebody I really don't like? Uh, so, like, let's say that Alexa Bliss lost it to um, not Sonya Deville. I love Sonya Deville now. The other one, Mandy Rose, that jerk off. Yeah, Mandy Rose. Yeah, we don't like Mandy Rose. She's terrible. Sonya Deville is actually way prettier than Mandy. They but they cover that up. Yeah. To make her look like this tough bad guy. All right, so 
Asuka versus Charlotte Flair. So I'm so sick and tired of this streak crap. I mean, look, I'm glad Asuka, she is, you know, I'm glad that she has brought a new cred to women's wrestling and she is undefeated and all this and that. That's great. But the problem is now is that, okay, the mixed match challenge was a fantastic idea and executed poorly because adding Asuka made all competition immediately over. So you knew who was going to win it and it wasn't fun anymore. I only wish that they would have done this, you know, after her, if she, after she lost, because then it would be fun. You have no idea who's going to win because team little big was pretty awesome, but I don't know. I think Asuka is still going to retain because WWE doesn't have the balls to break her streak, at least not for a while. So if, Anything, the perfect time to end it would be now um, at WrestleMania. Give it to Charlotte. But I'm going with Oscar for this one. So what do you got? Okay. So since everyone claims like Sasha Banks, she's like, I'm ready for Oscar. Well, you know, Sasha Banks is really good. But, you know, as one of the people said, if you have a back, Sasha has a knife. So, Sasha can, can, can't beat Asuka at the moment. So, this is what I think is going to happen. Charlotte is going to win to break her streak because it's WrestleMania. WrestleMania is the biggest event of the year. So, if it is broken, it will, like, be a, mo- a history moment. Because, like, as they say, all good streaks come to an end because, unfortunately... At WrestleMania, Undertaker streak was lost. So, you know, WrestleMania could just be the streak the streak breaker for uh, everyone. All right. Well, we'll see. All right. Randy Orton versus uh, Glorious, Glorious versus Jinder Mahal versus Rusev. That's kind of funny. We weren't actually – we just literally <laughs> did that. And, you know, we weren't planning that. That's pretty awesome. I, know, I was going to say it anyway. Uh, you know, Randy Orton cut your hair, bro. Uh, you look terrible with hair. He looks like the old Randy. Yeah, it looks terrible. So, honestly, I don't know who's going to win this. Um, I'm okay if Bobby Roode wins. He's kind of my new favorite, especially the whole... Ever since I've been hooked to this song, I've totally changed my tune on him. And I thought him and Charlotte were amazing in the Mixed Match Challenge. They would they, have They won. were fantastic. I feel like if Asuka lost her streak, the mix, this is how I think the Mixed, ma- well, mixed, mixed Match would have went. So if Asuka didn't have a streak, Asuka would have lost to Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss, and then it would have been Charlotte and Bobby. Yeah, you know. Bobby Roode. Yeah. Um, versus Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman, and then that would, if that was the finals, I wouldn't have cared who win, because in either side it has somebody I like. You know, Charlotte's starting to grow on me. First. I we didn't like I didn't like her because you know we all were ripping on her saying like, wow she's she's not really a very good looking person, but then um, we got Ruby Riot, and you know all of this just is yeah, so you know I never really liked Charlotte and now it's growing on me because now I have somebody else to hate Mandy Rose. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so who are you picking? Uh, I'm going with uh, going with Bobby Roode wins this. I'm going with Randy Orton because this is what's going. This is how Randy's gonna win. So Bobby is going to be like un- like knocked out, right? And then Randy is going to give the RKO to Jinder Mahal, 
and then do an RKO on Bobby Roode, and then this is, and then um, he's gonna win by a pin. Okay. All right, this will be interesting to see who uh, who's correct and who's not. All right. Yeah. Uh, the Miz versus Seth Rollins versus Finn, Finn Balor. Finn Balor wins. Triple threat match for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, definitely the Miz is losing just because his baby is due literally next week. So the dude's going to be away from wrestling, so he's going to give his belt up. So I think it's going to Finn Balor. I agree with you on this one. Yeah. Um, Seth Rollins, you know, he's had the belt for uh, he's had a belt for a while. I can't remember if it was this one or not. No, it wasn't this one. It wasn't this one. He's had one when he was in the Shield. Yeah, but Finn Balor, though, I mean, the dude is uh, he's, he, he is your favorite thing about him is he always smiles. He is even when he's being trash. He's talk. a bad guy. But he smiles the most out of any WWE wrestler there is. Yeah. Because, like, it was funny because one week he was getting trash talked and he just, he just, his smile went from smile to twice as big. Yeah, it was awesome. So, yeah, I'm going with, uh, I'm going Finn. with Finn Balor. Okay, so let's go to AJ Styles versus Nakamura. Nakamura is the fruitiest married guy I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> uh, but that needs to say, I mean, obviously the guy's got a talent. So, uh, honestly, I think they're going to give it to Nakamura for this, uh, for the WWE Championship. I think AJ is done, and he's going to go over to Raw uh, because he's got no one else to conquer over at SmackDown. So I think he's definitely going to Raw on uh, on you know Tuesday night. They're going to say, yeah, you're going to Raw or whatever. So I'm going with Nakamura as the new champion mm-hmm. uh, for this one. Uh, you agree? Yep. Because, okay. I mean, Nakamura, he can have other people to face. Because it's Nakamura and people want to beat Nakamura. So. Okay. So. I think that was all the matches. No, there's 13. So I got some skip. Undertaker and um, Who John, we say was one. winning that? John Cena and. John Cena. You said John Cena definitely winning. Yeah, John Cena's definitely winning that one. That one okay, we, we got that. We got that. We got that. Talked about that. Talked about that. Talked about that. I thought. That's not 13. Hold on, wait. Okay, go back. Hold on, hold on. That's not... Man, I should have had this pulled up. Yes. That was not... This is a great podcasting. Ooh, I want that page card. Yeah, well, okay. Okay, so let's So how many matches did we talk about? All right, let's count it. All right. John, one. That that doesn't count. It's not official. We need 13 officials. So we got one, one, two, two, three, four, five, six, six, seven, seven, eight, nine. What the hell? And if John and them works, that's ten. Where's the other three? This is terrible. I do. Ha- I know, man. I had all thirteen of these posted. One, two. In face versus heel. Three, four. Where did five, they all freaking six, go? Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, oh, there we go. Okay. So then we have uh, Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. I'm going with Mustafa Ali on this one. Because I like him. Yeah, I like him a lot. So I'm going to go with my heart, not my head on this one. Uh, okay. There we go. The, I knew we were missing someone. This is the big, the big match of the night. Honestly, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. It's going to Roman. It's going to Roman. This one is easy. It's going to close out the night. Uh, I think uh, Lesnar's going back to UFC. Good riddance. I hate you anyways. So... Give it to Roman, and at least Roman, at least now he's getting some sort of credit and less hate. Do you know that if Brock leaves, that means Paul Heyman's gone too? Yeah, that'd be we sweet. We don't have to hear anymore, and my, right, right. And okay. my client. Ooh. 
Let's get to the battle royale. So we got a guy oh. and a girl one, which is amazing because the women obviously are, are killing it. This year, they're amazing. The women's evolution this year has gone because the women's matches went from like five Trash. minutes, and you didn't, you did not get reactions that you do now. Right. The women didn't even get. I mean, they made they event a pay per view. Exactly. I mean, they actually main evented Royal Rumble. I mean, how awesome was that? And their main, and then, their Royal Rumble like, was better on, than the guys, man. On the WWE Network, we watched this um thing. It was like the whole thing of it, like about it, and um they didn't know that they were going to be um main eventing. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. So, women uh, battle royale. I have no. Who's probably winning this? I mean, we don't know who's all gonna be in it, but I know, I'm okay. probably gonna go with the. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with Sonya. I was gonna say either which way. I want Sonya to build yeah. Okay, well that's a lie. Okay, Mandy Rose not winning. There's a possibility. Uh, possibility. I can't talk. Sonya Deville. Okay, these are the people that will possibly win. Naomi. Um, Sonia, Natalia, Becky, Sasha, Bailey, Ruby Riot. I don't want her to win. Even if she can, I don't want her to There's win. There's only one winner. We have to. You have to pick a winner. I don't care who you think could possibly win. Pick a winner. I'm going with Sonia Deville. That's who I'm going with. Who's your winner of the women royal battle royal? I'm going with Naomi. Okay. Even though, you know, I'd rather have Sonya Deville win because I'm Sonya Deville starting to grow. Okay, so this is a lot of I'm people. not sure who Yeah, this one's wrong. Cuz that was 30. These dudes aren't in. I put the wrong picture, but <laughs> as far as Andre honestly, the Battle Royal, I don't even know who's all going to be in it. So You want to know what I hope comes WrestleMania? I hope that that is when Dean Ambrose comes back. That would be amazing. Because, like, all of a sudden you just hear Dean Ambrose's music. Because, you know, the reason why we said that was because that's the other movie we watched was 12 Rounds. We well, were we already watched that, I though. know, but, I mean, we haven't watched it in a while. Yeah. Um. What the heck? So. There's the no. complete card. Yeah. I think Big Cass is coming back for this. I'm actually going to go with, uh, I think I'm going to go with Big Cass on this one. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick Big Cass. I think he's going to make his return because his injury, uh, and I think he's going to win. So that's who I'm going with. Uh, who are you going with? I guess pick a random person who's not doesn't have a match and they're probably going to be in the Battle Royal. Well, okay, so if if Dean returns, Dean's winning. Okay. Um, but otherwise, okay, wait, so let's see. Finn, he has a match. Um, all the good people I like have matches. Um, I guess I'll go. There's really not that many people, if you think about it. Okay. Well, that's all of them. That's 13, uh, plus the John Cena one makes it 14. So I really... Okay, if we're, I mean, if Dean comes back, Dean or Big Cass, if they come back, they're going to win. But otherwise, all this talk is about Baron Corbin winning. So, I mean, that's the only person I know that's going to be in there officially. So, I guess I'll go with Baron Corbin, I guess. Okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's kicking off, um, you know, kicking off Sunday. 
and uh, I'll get this posted. Epi- I'll get this episode oh, posted in time. Yeah, that's for the NXT stuff. So um, you guys are here. My predictions, and I guess we'll find out if I'm right or not uh, on Sunday. But I'm super excited. It's gonna be super long. I'm taking Monday off just to recuperate uh, from all of this. You know, we shouldn't go to school on Monday. Well, you have to go to school, no. but you only have a half a day anyways because you got your appointment rolling. So I don't have a half day. More than a half day. All right, so that is it for our uh, movie talk. That's it for WrestleMania talk. Let's go ahead and get into the music spotlight. All right, so I got an awesome music spotlight for you guys. Uh, this is very, very new. Just came out yesterday, and man, am I loving it. So as you guys know, uh, Tabby and I, uh, along with a bunch of other folks in STL, are big fans of Skillet. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of those big reasons is uh, good old Jen Ledger, the drummer with the amazing angel voice. Well, uh, they made an announcement that uh, she is doing a solo EP. So she's not doing a full album. Obviously, she's uh, EPs are, you know, you don't get a full album. You get like just partial amount of songs. So she's doing six songs and uh, she's been working on these for a long time. And uh, she's got the full support of Skillet behind it. In fact, they actually helped produce it for her. John, the lead singer of Skillet's actually on one of the songs for her. But she's going to be doing everything from the normal rock and roll that you know her doing to some pop and uh, all that fun stuff. I can't wait to hear it. But she came out with a brand new song yesterday. It's called Not Dead Yet. So uh, I'll kind of read you guys a little bit of the story behind this song because it helps if you kind of know what the, what the story is about in the song uh, to really appreciate it. So it says the song Not Dead Yet is what we're uh, premiering. I was wondering if there's a story behind the meaning of that song for you. And she said Not Dead Yet is an incredibly dear to me because something that I've been dealing with for the last few years. And I've never experienced it before in my life, but I've had... Uh, but I've had, I guess you could call them attacks of anxiety or panic. I had never really experienced anything like that. But a couple of years ago, I started happening. It had started happening really intensely. And it was a hard time in my life where the truth is I just wanted to give up. But it was about a year later and I found and I fought through it. But yeah, but it was. But it was about a year later and I fought through it and I really felt I'd overcome. And I was like, oh, I think that was a seizure and that's dead and gone and I'm okay now. But when we got back on tour, I went on stage and I started panicking on stage and it was like a fear that made me want to give up. But I was like, I've been doing this for nine years. Why am I panicking on stage? And if I'm still panicking now, why would I ever want to continue with it? I was just starting, uh, it was just such a defeating moment, but I got off stage and I was sitting in a room and Corey, Corey is the other female in Skillet, she's the guitar player and piano player, and I just unloaded. I told her that I was just really struggling and I wasn't sure why these feelings had come back and I was just panicking so much on stage that it made me want to give up and I just hate that feeling so much. And I said, 
what is the feeling and what is and what if this is something that I've always had to fight? And Corey just looked at me and said, then you never give up, Jen. You fight until your very last breath of your life. You don't let it mess with your destiny. It was one of the most powerful conversations I ever had, and it was just too freeing. So, yes, maybe I will have to fight and maybe these things won't go away, but you've got to resolve in your heart that you will never let them defeat you and you will fight until your very last breath. So pretty awesome stuff. Uh, when you go ahead and uh, you click on the song, um, it brings up the lyrics. So the cool thing is this song, man, the song starts off and uh, it's got this. Um, oh, my gosh. Ooh, I started playing it and started going uh, going crazy in my ear. So uh, it's got this really awesome uh, piano going to it, and she kind of builds up like Jen does. Uh, Tabby listened to it yesterday, and right off the bat, she's like, boy, she sounds kind of different. But once the chorus hits, she's like, ah, that's Jen. That's, that's who I know. So here's what the chorus says. It says, I'm not dead yet, so watch me burn. Go on trying, lying. You're so sure. I may be broken, but I'm not done. I'll go on fighting while there's breath in my lungs because I'm not dead yet. No, I'm not dead yet. So that's the chorus. It's pretty inspirational. It's good stuff. I mean, it's skillet. Of course, it's inspirational, but it's freaking awesome. So this is my favorite song of 2018. Probably going to remain there until another song comes out from her EP and destroys that. So this is a music spotlight for you guys. It's pretty amazing. I hope you dig it. It's awesome. And then... Make sure you check out the musical episode that I'll be releasing with this one called the top 20 STL songs of all time. Because as you know, it's the 50th episode of the STL Underground Hour. Been going on for a couple years. It's taken a while, but finally hit 50 episodes. And man, my list, this is the hardest list I've ever had to do in my entire life. For real. I started at like... I had 4,000 songs roughly that I packed down to 50 and then from the 50, I got down to 20. It's insane. I'm still debating because I haven't fully recorded the episode yet. I'm still debating how I want to, you know, how I want to market. So it's pretty sweet. So make sure after you listen to this, you go check out the top 20 STL songs of all time. And uh, let's see if yours hit that. So T-Mac, thank you for uh, joining me in this episode. Had a lot of fun. I can't wait to see WrestleMania, see how our predictions lined up see if you got more than i did and uh when we come back we'll uh i don't know maybe when we see rampage maybe we'll come back and review that that'd be kind of cool yeah so um oh by the way uh before i uh before i take off uh thank you for all the thoughts and the prayers uh my heart condition uh i did have uh some situations where that's kind of one of the reasons i haven't been recording is uh, my I had a heart I have a heart arrhythmia that I got about 16 years ago where my heart skips a beat and uh, I've been hospitalized twice for it but a couple weeks ago I sliced my hand on the new couch I had blood everywhere uh, my wife was throwing up because she had pneumonia and the kids were kind of going crazy and I heard stitches and all of a sudden I didn't pass out I was trying to hold my emotions straight but then uh, my heart was beating too fast. It was like beating four times, beep, 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 beep. You know, it was just going way too fast and tried to calm down. Uh, but by the next day, it still hadn't gone away. So I went to my doctor and 
Um, I passed all these tests because the uh, the nurse walks in and she's like, hey, should we call 911? And he goes, you know, if I was 30 years older, we have problems. But they were going to send me to a cardiologist. But they uh, changed my medication, my beta blockers from uh, 10 milligrams to 100. And uh, needless to say, I didn't know it was going to make me uh, very sleepy. So I almost passed out uh, driving. So I went to the cardiologist and I did all these crazy tests, uh, did stress tests, uh, wore a heart monitor for two days. But the worst one is the tilt table. That's where they put you on a bed and then they put it at a 70 degree angle to mess with your equilibrium and try to force you to pass out. And I went through the first 20 minutes. I did a lot of breathing, you know, Karate Kid style. I, I played the movie in my head. But th by the 20 minute mark, they sprayed some stuff in my mouth to force me to pass out. And what happened is uh, I, I couldn't breathe and I... I started hearing like a train go by and all these bells and whistles. And then I wake up and they were, uh, you know, they were over me. So obviously I passed out, but I actually flatlined. Uh, my heart was beating so, so was beating so lightly. It was, I was basically, you know, I flatlined and uh, it's like, now I know what it sounds like right before you die. It's pretty crazy. And uh, so now I have all these tricks and, and, you know, things of, to avoid passing out and my symptoms. I know, you know, what causes things and, um, yeah, it, it's pretty crazy, but I made it through and, uh, I'm feeling better. So STL is, uh, obviously was on the back burner for a little while, but feeling good now, especially doing these two episodes this weekend. So, uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Jameis and I are going to try to get together next month and record some roadhouse, get that out to you. And Tabby and I will be back. And uh, we got a lot of new movies to talk about. And I can't wait. And we'll give you, if we talk Rampage, we'll talk Jaws as well. See if uh, T-Max's uh, opinion has changed with Jaws. So you got anything else you want to say before we sign off? Uh, it was fun. Good. Is that real? Is what real? The facts you didn't know about Heath Ledger's because it looks like the scar is really real. Is it really real? No, that's makeup. Oh. So. Sorry, I was just got really distracted. <laughs> Looking at YouTube. All right, guys. So I uh, hope you enjoy the music spotlight. If you guys want to write in, feel free to do so. STLpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to go to Facebook page, uh, Sweep Delay Podcast. Uh, dot, you know, what? Facebook.com slash Sweep Delay Podcast. Don't forget to join the group, STL Nation. And uh, yeah, come. Uh, if you like wrestling, check out Face vs. Heel too. That's, that's super fun. So I will catch you guys on the next episode. And uh, you guys have a good one. Take care. Masuna Sai. <laughs>